drop. I've had the absolute pleasure and honor to interview some of the coolest freaking people in the world on the show. And tonight is absolutely no different. I am jacked, jacked, jacked for who's in the studio today. Um, his opinion actually uh, holds a lot of weight to me. Uh, I, I value his opinion and I value uh, how he sees the world. And he's got a pretty interesting take on certain things. So I am super, super excited to have him. Um, I've talked about him before. Um, tonight, our very special guest is the one and only Mr. Tucker Maxi. everybody to the be kind rewind show oh like i said at the beginning i am jack 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 excited uh for today's guest uh this young man has been chomping at the bit uh literally uh to be on this show uh and he said well if you're gonna be on the show you're gonna have something to say and he absolutely has things to say uh i tell a lot of st uh, stories on the show about uh what his opinions are on different movies and if they pass the Tucker test, then they're a good movie. And so tonight, uh, I am... <laughs> He's already excited. Uh, I am just so excited to introduce uh, a very, very, very bright young man. Uh, he's only five years old, and he is my youngest son, Mr. Tucker Maxi. Please say hello. Hello. How are you doing tonight, man? Good. Good? <laughs> are you excited to be on the show? Yes. What is Daddy's show about? About movies. We talk about them. Stop shaking. You're shaking in your chair, bud. Heck yeah, we talk about movies. <laughs> uh, you've wanted to come and talk about movies for a while. And you and I, we sit and watch a lot of movies together getting ready for the show, huh? We watched the Flintstones and Star Wars and Indiana Jones. And We're, we also watch Mythbusters Jr. We do watch Mythbusters Jr. I love Mythbusters Jr. Do you like Mythbusters? Yeah. Who's your favorite Mythbuster? Um, um, the guy with the glasses or the guy with the mustache? The guy with the glasses and hat. And the hat? The beret or the Indiana Jones hat? Jamie or Adam? This is actually... Adam. Adam, yeah. I like he, Adam. You like Adam. That's actually a very good litmus test for people's personalities, whether they like Jamie or whether they like Adam. And I I don't know. I like them both for different reasons. So anyway, I am so excited. We uh, So when Tucker asked me if he wanted, he wanted to be on the show, I said, well, if you're going to be on the show, we're going to take this seriously. So you're going to have to find some movies that you want to talk about. We're going to talk about what makes them good. And we're going to talk about what we like about them Can and things the like that. Yeah, you. So he went out and picked out three movies. Um, one of them kind of didn't quite fit the bill for the show, but we let it go anyway. So because he's five years old. So, all right, pumpkin. What movies did you pick for? We're gonna talk about tonight. I picked Clue. Clue. Toy Story Four with doesn't uh, does does not have the disc to it. Yeah. <laughs> he brought the case, but not the <laughs> but not the disc. And we also have The Missing Link. The Missing Link. All right. Well, which ones do we talk about first? 
Clue. All right, let's take a look at it. So we have got the 1985 Clue, the movie based on the Parker Brothers board game. You like this movie a lot, do you? Which really surprises me because you like things that are Daddy? bright. Daddy? Yeah. When I first saw that movie, I thought you were going to die, but you wouldn't. Okay. So last year, I was fortunate enough to be in the stage production of Clue. And yeah. that's when you first saw this, huh? Yeah. And then I got saw it again, and it turned out perfect. Uh, who did Daddy play in this movie? Uh, the police. I did. I played the police officer. Yep. So Clue, 1985. Let's look it up. I'm going to look it up on the computer. We're going to look this up right now. Clue 1985 starring Tim Curry. You want to know something? You want to know something interesting? Mm -hmm. I'm going to probably either give you nightmares or or uh, or blow your mind. So the guy that plays uh, the guy that plays the butler in this movie, the guy at the door there, mm -hmm. he also plays Pennywise the clown in the original It. <laughs> That is crazy. It gives me nightmares now. Uh, it gives you nightmares now? Oh, it doesn't give you nightmares. All right. So, Clue, directed by Jonathan Lynn. A script by John Landis, uh, John Landis. It's got Eileen Brennan, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, Martin Mull. Casey. And Leslie Ann Warren. Casey. Yeah. Is that right here? I pulled it up. Yeah. I like to pull this up. So the budget was $15 million. They made $14.6 million. So they just kind of broke even. Uh, luckily, it kind of. I love you, Dad. <laughs> I love you too, big man. So the movie itself, it's pretty crazy. What, what happens in the movie that you like so much? I forget I'm talking to a five-year-old. He doesn't care about box office and cult following status. My favorite part of Clue is the. My favorite part of Clue is that when when the girl sneaks up with the bar and hits the police in the head. Oh, you like that part? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Is that because that is what happened to Daddy in the play? And he had the big fake head? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he you sat down and ran away. Yeah, I did. I sat down and then I had to get up as a dead body and then I had to get up and leave. Um, so you put the fake head on the chair and then miss peacock went over and then she's like ah! <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny it was way funny what about the singing telegram oh and that was my sass part because the the murderer shot her yeah it was dead it was dead what did she say i am the singing telegram <laughs> That's worth an hour and a half sitting through just to see that one part, huh? <laughs> yep. When was the last time? Okay, when was the last time you watched Clue? Uh, that was when my cousins were coming over. Oh, so a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Right on. My cousins came over from Lion King mm -hmm. because we had a Lion King toys. Now we watched the Clue movie. And Grayson, oh. and Grayson was just talking over it. He wouldn't stop. Well, it's hard for five-year-olds. One of the few five-year-olds I know that I can actually sit through. Ooh. 
You can actually sit through <laughs> sit through a, uh, a movie like Clue. Well, Dad, Clue is based. Did you know Clue is also based on a board game, and there's lots of other movies that were based on board games. Yeah, but when we were at the the bookstore, um, okay, we found a game called the Clue Game came game board. It was so awesome. I wanted it so badly, but I couldn't. Well, you're a little young for the game because it's kind of hard. Uh, it's a it's a actually really tricky game to play. I only played it growing up. We only played it once or twice, to be honest with you. It was just kind of too tricky for us. You have to use your power of deduction and kind of guesswork. So, that's Clue. It actually has some really... This movie has uh, some really cool people in it. There's a guy named Christopher Lloyd who played Doc Brown. Who's from, Doc Brown? From Back to the Future. You haven't seen that yet. I failed you as a parent. <laughs> he was a parent and he was a bad guy? No, he's not the bad guy. He, he plays. Uh, he he travels through time in a flying car. In Back to the Future, and in Back to the Future Two, they actually have a hovering skateboard. <gasps> yeah. Is, is it flying? It flies. The car flies, and the skateboard flies. Back to the Future Two is my favorite. Back to the Future movie. What playing? What are you doing? Try and fix it. You're so fidgety today. <laughs> it's like you're nervous or something. I am nervous. <laughs> no, it's okay to be nervous. All right. So what's the next movie you want to talk about? Can I see it? What do we got here? The Missing Link. Hugh Jackman, Zoe Saldana, and Zach Galifianakis. Written by who? Huh? Written by who? Written by who? Yeah. It was written by Chris Butler. Directed by Chris Butler. Uh, by Leica Studios. Oh, that was the guy in the movie. Cool movie. Yeah, this was made by the same company that made Coraline and Cubo and the Two Strings. And it has Hugh Jack, like I said, Hugh Jackman. Do you know who Hugh Jackman is? Uh, you know who he is. Hugh Jackman played P.T. Barnum in The Greatest Showman. This is The Greatest Show. He plays the ringleader. Is that guy right there. And you know what else he is? He's Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Wolverine, so that also means I love him. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's awesome. He's really cool, and he's really super talented. We're gonna see this movie tonight. You're gonna watch this movie tonight after the sh after the show. You watch this movie again? No, I'm talking about Wolverine. Oh, oh yeah, X Men Origins, huh? Yeah, that's that was the I'm... other movie that you picked out. You'd never seen it yet, but we were gonna watch it together, huh? Mm. I really like it. <laughs> I actually like X-Men Origins. It actually has uh, like a proto version of Deadpool in it, which I think was a very interesting take. Hey, it wasn't do you the know right on that guy who's playing? That was Wolverine. Yep, that's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know who this girl is? No. Zoe Saldana. She plays Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the missing the the Yeti, the missing link. I don't know his name is in this movie. I haven't seen this movie yet. Uh, that's Zach Galifianakis. He is uh, in nothing that you've seen yet. <laughs> He's in Deadpool. Zach Galifianakis is not in Deadpool, I don't think. He's in the new one. Oh, is he? When have you watched Deadpool? I've not, but my mom told me he was. Do you remember when uh, your mom was out of town and I sent her a You were watching a movie called Zootopia? But I took a picture of it, and then I put Deadpool over it, so it looked like you were watching Deadpool. 
And she got mad. Why are you letting him watch Deadpool? <laughs> Can I see that? <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you later. Okay. So what is it about the missing link that you like so much? It's stop motion animation, which I think is an amazing, like, amazing like art when, form. I like it when, when the yay says, what's up with the chicken? <laughs> what's up with the chicken? <laughs> what's with the chicken? Out of context, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was. Hey, did you know? Do you know how they made this movie? So what they did was. And I don't have anything to, sh to, sh to, to show you. Uh, I don't have an action figure or anything. So they'll have an action figure standing there. And they'll take a picture. Chink. Then they'll move him just a little bit. And then they'll take another one. Chink. And then they'll move his arm just a little bit more and take another picture. And they'll do this thousands of times. So that when they look at all the pictures together, it's moving. Cool. Isn't that way cool? Yeah. Yeah, it's called stop motion. It's fantastic. I'll have to show you some more stop motion stuff. <laughs> You're making me be a dad on air. And I don't like it. <laughs> Quit playing with the chair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't talk into the microphone. Oh, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to tell everybody at home. Tucker's playing with the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker's playing with the chair. <laughs> Tucker's playing with the chair. Tucker's playing So there's another. Uh-oh. Now you've watched Coraline, right? You haven't seen Coraline? Mm-mm. Oh, wait. Your friend has seen it, though, right? Well, you watched it at the house with Luxanne? Yeah, I've watched it, but it was too creepy. So it yeah, it looks really scary. Like, it's, it looks too scary for me. It looks really creepy. There's there's the stall, and there's an other mother. What's an alien? And his her friend, that who had this motorcycle, was so creepy. Yeah. He couldn't talk. Yeah, it looks really, really creepy. So maybe we'll watch that in the future. So what happens in The Missing Link? What's The Missing Link movie about? Uh, about this guy had come with adventure with this crazy yeti. With a crazy yeti? Yeah, he's all crazy. Oh, what happens? What adventure do they... Why are they going on an adventure? Where are they going? They're going to the mountains to put him there, but they, that's not where he belongs. It goes with the redneck... Yetis? The redneck yetis? Yes. Nice. He's called the redneck. Oh, okay. So he doesn't go to the yetis? He goes with Bigfoots? He, go he goes with the rednecks. The rednecks? Okay. Yeah, because they're red and they have red fur. Okay. They like have flat faces and a big nose. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I really like that idea that Bigfoot is just a redneck yeti. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your milk drinking. <laughs> You're so wholesome, Tucker, drinking your chocolate milk. All right. So if anybody has never seen The Missing Link, should they watch it? Yeah. So it was supposed to be a pretty big deal, but it didn't really do so well in the movie in the movie theater. It was good. It, it was, was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good? All right. What was the last movie that you brought to talk about? I want to suck that. I wanted the sticker up here and you're walking away from the microphone to pick up a sticker off the ground you kids before too long you're going to be over there dabbing and floss dancing and doing all sorts of weird things i'm really excited to talk about this last movie 
because it's something that I started watching when I was a little kid. Well, not a little kid. I was a teenager when the first one came out. But it's been a pretty big part of my life for over 20 years now. And so I'm really excited on your take because we have two very different takeaways from this story. So without further ado, what did you talk about it? It's Toy Story 4. Into the microphone so everybody can hear you. It's Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. So you watched, uh, you really like Toy Story 4. What's your favorite? What do you like about Toy Story 4? When they went in to find Bo, and then he was like, Bo, 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 <laughs> Bo. <laughs> do you, uh, what, tell us about what Toy Story 4 is about. About that, um, that Bo left. Did she left or was she donated? She donated and got a new kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Well, did she get a new kid or would she? She was, she was given away and she's being sold in a store, isn't she? she in an antique yeah, store. Yeah. And then okay. she got a kid. Oh, okay. Well, she used to. Well, she used to be, uh, had the same kid as, as Andy. When I met Bo, I met Bo in the first one, and she was a lamp. And I believe she was the little sister's lamp. She was Molly's lamp. Because I, I can't see Andy having Bo, a Bo Peep lamp in his room, if I recall. But I, I could be wrong. Bo Peep lamp? She was a Bo... She was a lamp? Yeah, she's a little Bo... Yeah, she's a lamp. She, so. wa she was in the lamp? Yeah, she's she is a lamp. She's a porcelain lamp, but she comes to... She came... But, you know, she comes to life just like everybody else. Or like Forky. Um, until they went to NC store, um, that Bonnie yeah got got made a toy. It's like brand new. It was Forky. And how'd she make? What'd she make Forky out of? A stick, clay, and six forest feet. Um, a bendy stick. Eyeballs, bending, glue, and then a glue, eyebrows, that fork. That's how she made fork. Yeah, they added a really interesting element to Toy Story 4 in that if a kid loves something, makes its its own toy, and loves it, it basically becomes alive. And that was very interesting to me that that's a, a newer aspect in the Toy Story series that they hadn't really that you know what is a toy and what and when people don't like the toys they don't come alive well i don't know because sid didn't really like his toys but all his toys were alive in the first movie there's a neighbor kid named sid you haven't seen you've only seen this one huh you haven't seen i i have a book about it i oh, read okay. about it okay you read the book that's right we read the book about it it's actually really really good um and so Sid has really, you know, he takes apart his toys and re rebuilds them all like Frankenstein style. And and they're alive as well. So, but Forky's interesting because even though he's alive, he only has one mo motivation. And that's to throw himself away in the trash. Because <laughs> he's trash. He's like, I'm trash. I'm going to run through trash. Mm -hmm. Tucker, what I was really interested about watching this movie with you, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, is the... You know, growing up, a lot of us that watched as well have watched these movies since the beginning. 
everybody knows that Buzz Lightyear was the best toy. It was established well in advance. He's got wings and and a helmet. He's a space toy, and that was the whole point of the first movie. Is that you know the you know was that Toy Story one? That was Toy Story one. Yeah, where uh, that's when Buzz first comes to to live with Andy and and comes Woody. And He's new from the store, and Woody feels like he got Buzz from is trying his- to. He got from his birthday. He did. He got it for his birthday. And he feels like he's being replaced. And the message is at the end that you really can't be replaced. You can still be friends. And, and then he could, then Buzz believes he's a real astronaut, but he's a space ranger. That means he's an astronaut, but not, it's just a toy. He won't really grow. Toys are just toys and they can't grow into big. Correct. Correct. And so, you know, everybody knew that Buzz Lightyear was the cool toy. But you don't even like... Buzz Lightyear's not even your favorite character, huh? Soon I'll get him. Who's your favorite character? Um, Duke. Who's Duke? Talk about Duke. Who's Duke? He's called Duke Kaboom. And then he has a motorcycle. And then he has a launcher thing. So then when we press this push down thing... He drives dressing in the room. He goes driving. Yeah. In so the- what do you like about Duke Boom? What does he say that's your favorite? Yes, I Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Canada. Yes, I Canada. Played by Keanu Reeves. He is a Canadian evil Knievel, and he is hilarious. And here's what, that's, that's what the interesting thing about this movie, Tucker, when I was watching it with you is, all these characters that long have since have been, you know, described as... Question. Um, oh, yeah, please. If these toys were little, mm-hmm. then how do are people in these when they're so small? What do you mean inside? The costumes? Yeah. That's computer generated. They're not real. They're all... That's, isn't that crazy how real that looks? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's more or less a cartoon. Yeah, but it's a movie. Well, yeah, it's a movie, but it's, yeah, it's computer animated. So none of that is real. It was all drawn on a computer. Isn't that crazy? It looks so real, huh? It looks real, but wasn't real. Nope. The people in the movie, uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Annie Potts, Keanu Reeves, all those guys uh, went to a studio just like this, and they said their lines in a microphone. So a lot of people, uh, Toy Story 4, uh, you know, getting back to what I was saying, it's interesting that your takeaway from this movie is that these other characters that are, for us that have been watching these so long, are one-off characters that kind of come and go. Question. Another question. Yes, please. But the strangest thing is that when they're on computers, how are they drawing them? They don't know how to draw the people like adults draw them on a computer 3d uh 3d drawings on a computer and then they do just like that with stop motion where they take a picture and then they move it and take another picture and then they move it and they take another picture and at the end it moves around same thing it's fascinating how they did this and when the first movie came out it was one of the first full-length computer animated movies now most movies even live action movies are done this way do they still have the toy story one movie yeah they have four of them 
everybody's uh you know toy story 4 when it first came out seemed unnecessary because they pretty wrapped up they wrapped up the story pretty good in the third one what's really interesting to me and what i really enjoyed was the second one a lot of people don't like the second movie to me I totally got it and I understood it because hey, I'm a t- what's the second movie about? Well, let's talk about that. Good question. So Toy Story 2 takes place. Um, Buzz, Woody, they've settled in. They're friends. Everybody gets along. Uh, everybody, you know, they have a new family. They Anyway, Buzz accidentally gets sold at a yard sale by mistake because he was trying to help he was trying to help one of their toys that was broken, and uh, Wheezy, the penguin. Anyway, he accidentally gets sold at a yard sale to a toy collector. Well, no, Daddy cause collects toys, right? Because I've got all those pop finals. He gets sold to a toy collector who wants to add, but he collects uh, Woody toys and collects Woody things. Because Woody was a character from a TV show in the 50s. And his he want, he collects all these all this uh, TV memorabilia, and that's when he meets Jesse and Bullseye, is at this toy collector's house, Big Al, who owns Big Al's Toy Barn. And that, hey, he meets Jesse, he meets Bullseye, and then he meets the bad guy who is uh, an old prospector named Stinky Pete. Who's Stinky Pete? He's an old like gold miner. And he's the bad guy. From that movie? From from yeah. He's another he's another toy from the toy collection of, of Woody. Woody's Roundup. And what was what what color was he? He was he was short and fat and he wore overalls and he had a pickaxe. We'll watch it. We'll watch it because we're gonna get Disney Plus here soon and when, and those movies I know will be on. All about Toy Story Three. And then Toy Story Three takes place at the daycare. So, I, I know all mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. I've watched it. Oh, so, you have watched Toy Story 3. So at with, the... with Ken and Barbie? I liked Ken. Ken was hilarious. So Toy Story 2, the the point is, is like if you have toys, they shouldn't just be held, just set on display. You should play with them and enjoy them because that's what they're meant for. I, when I have Toy Story things, I call them Toy Story 4 brothers and sisters. And I usually play with them. Yeah, you have a whole bunch of Toy Story toys. Uh, like I said, I, I think that's hilarious got, that you had I a... I only tr- got Duke of Boom, Jesse, and Woody with okay. their hats. With their hats. And that's okay. I Again, get... see, that was surprising to me that given the choice of toy, you picked Jesse over Buzz Lightyear. I thought that was really cool. Jesse's fantastic. I should have got Bullseye, too. You should have gotten Bullseye as well? What about Rex, the dinosaur? I don't like him. <laughs> He's like... It is interesting when you sit back and look at the different, like the sprawling like... the sprawling canon of Toy Story. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of people in there. He, um, that The weirdest part is that when he says um, that the songs that he loves these toys, it's Andy. Yeah. And then the song says, "We got the fr- you got a friend in me." Yeah, we Randy got Newman. A friend in me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Toy Story four, 
I, I when it first came out, I thought it was going to be completely unnecessary, and I was dead wrong. I thought it was a fantastic movie. And do you like Toy Story four? When I first saw Forky, I was like, he's kind of weird. Forky is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Forky was uh, stole that first half of that he, movie for me. He so wanted to be in the trash. Yeah, he did want to be in the trash. I've never. <laughs> he just wanted to be thrown away. <laughs> he just wanted to be. He just wanted to be smashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is. Inter- it's a fun to think that Toy Story has been around for so long. Question. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> Question. <laughs> what the strange part of the movie is that he's like, um, it's like, dress, dress, I want the dress. Yeah, I know. It, it's hilarious. It's so funny. He so wants the dress. I'm the dress. I guess that speaks that you don't have to have fancy super ex- fancy and expensive toys when I mean, just a little sport can be your toy and you could like it just as much so sure. all right any other movies that you hi- would highly recommend out there for people to watch tucker reese i don't have any more but uh what movies are you excited about coming out i'm excited about black widow oh yeah the black widow movie coming out heck yeah that one's gonna come out who's your favorite avenger uh, can America and Flash into the same? Who is your favorite Avenger? And you say Captain America, Flash, and Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's now? What are you doing? You know what's funny? You're still not the most fidgety uh, guest we've had on this show. <laughs> I am. What did you drop now? I dropped something in. I'm glad everybody tuned in to listen to Tucker looking for things. <laughs> this week on Tucker looking for things. Hey, has anybody seen my chocolate milk? <laughs> I can't see anywhere. <laughs> Tucker looking for things. Tucker looking for things. So that was another thing too. When I asked about superheroes, your super favorite superheroes, because this is actually a really good question. I've been enjoying answer, asking this. People. Your some of your favorite superheroes is the Flash and Shazam, right? I like Ken Marco Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the greatest Avengers ever was Flash. <laughs> on this week, Avengers gone on on, on Captain America Flash and Shazam. This week on Tucker gets things wrong. <laughs> this week on Tucker gets things wrong. Well, I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, are we done now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We're back on Tucker looking for things. Tucker's looking for things. All right. <laughs> so, Shaz- why do you like Shazam? Because he's like Shazam. They turns back into a child. Things like Shazam. They turns back into Shazam. I love the fact that you're five years old and your starting point for superheroes. And movies and things like that is in a completely different place than my generation, 
your brother Miles's generation. Yeah, Mary Goldsmith. Yeah, one of the first superhero <laughs> movies you ever saw that you can remember was like Shazam, and I like, remembered that because I saw it at the movie theater. Exactly. Now, when I was growing up, everything was re- revolved around Batman. Everything. Batman was the biggest thing ever. In 88, Michael Keaton's Batman was freaking everywhere, and you couldn't escape it. Batman, Batman, Batman. And, but again, people didn't think that that was going to be such a big movie, but it was. Well, they were excited for it, but they didn't think it would be as big as it became. So, Batman. See you later Listen. on Tucker Get Things Wrong. All right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and be done for today. Uh, I am. Thank you so much, Tucker. Uh, for, for taking time out of your busy schedule of losing things and getting things wrong. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I, I I love you, big man, and I'm glad you decided to want to do this. Um, it was. I an love honor. you too. <laughs> it was an, it was an honor having you, and um, I'm glad you wanted to come and talk about some of your favorite movies and fiddle with things and drop stuff and lose things. <laughs> Um, last little bit. Mon- who's your favorite monster truck? Northern Nightmare. What? Northern Nightmare? Northern Nightmare. Northern Nightmare. Canadian. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is the. I, I recommend this to anybody out there. Talk to talk to the young ones, the younglings about their favorite things. They always have an answer, and I love that. And that's what I like about this. I love talking to people about their favorite things. So. Uh, so yeah, Toy Story four, um, very good. Clue, cult classic. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely. Uh, Missing Link with Hugh Jackman, Zoe Saldana, and Zach Galifianakis was really good, and it had the Tucker approval. So, Tucker, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, is there anybody you want to say hi to before we leave? Hello, wrestlers. Hello, wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody, any professional wrestler out there is listening. Uh, Tucker says hello. <laughs> you don't want to say hi to your mom or anything? Hello, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Hello, dad. Oh, hello, Tucker. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for indulging in, uh, indulging us in this. This was a lot of fun. And any time to sit and talk to Tucker about anything is always a blast. Um, feel free to check us out. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, gross. <laughs> and... Checks. We should be back next week uh, with a brand new episode. Um, If you go to of Tucker losing things, (laughs) if you go to ease dot uh, ease dash drop dot com and go to the uh, page, uh, the Be Kind Rewind page, um, you can find the archive of all our old episodes on there, as well as a tip jar. Um, If you want to drop us a couple bucks to help us keep the lights on, um, that would be most appreciated. Um, I want to thank, or I want to, before we go to, I want to say uh, congratulations to Mr. Liam Tain. Um, he won the, the, the trick question I posted on the Facebook page last week. What was the name of the company that Ed McMahon It's worked the Gray for? Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, what was the name of the sweepstakes company that Ed McMahon worked for in the 80s? It wasn't Publishers Clearinghouse. It was American Family Publishers. That was something like called the Mandela Effect where everybody kind of remembers things differently. So um, he never had a big check. He never went to anybody's house. So 
Uh, congratulations to Liam. And uh, stay tuned for our next trivia giveaway. Also, we've got some big things in the works. We're definitely going to have a live show, and it looks like it's going to happen in December. Information coming soon. I'm finalizing the details this week, and I'm so very much excited. Tucker Reese, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're going to put your mitt? <laughs> you didn't have to put your headphones back on to... <laughs> welcome oh thank you you're welcome all right thanks everybody for listening we love you uh remember if you're going to have a rewind you might as well be kind and we love you and we'll see you next time